Hey everyone, welcome to the Main Stand Season 2, Episode 30 here. Uh, all three of the boys are back, which I think is something we haven't had in a couple weeks. Welcome home, Mitchell. It's, it's, been a, it's been a couple of weeks. We've had the flu bug going around uh, the old catching household, so it's not uh, not been a fun time. Well, we mm. missed Pat the week before when it was me, Mitch. That too, yeah. Uh, in the main I don't even so. remember why I wasn't here for the line work. I just wasn't going to be able to make it in time for yeah. the episode. Busy boy. Well, how's it going, mm. boys? How was the last week? Good. 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 Uh, outside of football, fine. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm loving I'm loving buddy <laughs> right now. I'm having a good time. Last weekend kind of sucked. I mean, I don't know. I was in Boston, so I didn't watch the Bournemouth game. I, uh, Pat texted me. Say, I think you just said wow in the group chat or, or something. Yeah. It- it was just a wow. Yeah. I think I might have said OMG instead of wow, but it was a uh, it was a audible confusion. And Josh I, just said in Boston didn't see it, didn't happen. Yeah. So I was having a not good Liverpool dream. I don't have dreams very much anymore, but that morning I was having a dream and I woke up to the goal happening. So I wasn't sure if it was real or not. So when I actually woke up a couple hours later and looked at my phone, I was just really, really pissed off for the whole day. It's a really bad way to start the day. I uh, I, I met Philip Billing at Bournemouth. He uh, came up to hospitality. He was the man of the match against Norwich City that day. And come, comes back to haunt us. Yeah, that is actually uh, very funny. That's tough. Yeah. T- tough scene. I mean, tough that Saul misses a pen. I mean, it's just like every time I go to Boston, I feel like it's a nil-nil uh, draw or a loss, and we're we're shit. So I just got to stop going to Boston. Guess I so. Def- I, I definitely can't go to Boston because I have the injury curse. Every time I go to Boston, we get a key injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, aside from the um, aside from the prem stuff, how are the MLS teams doing, boys? Uh, What's the update on the Revs? Revs are six in the East. Bobby Wood apparently doesn't suck. Uh, we just got piped by LAFC, but that's to be expected, I think. A uh, little, little pre-episode chat. They're probably the best team in the MLS right now. Been the best team in the MLS for a grip. Uh, so, you know, they're allowed to beat us. I, I, I still feel good. I feel good. I feel good about the Reds. They, they're going to make the playoffs this year. They're going to make the playoffs this year. I don't know. The MLS is wild, man, because, like, you guys had, like, one of the best regular season performances of all time, like two years ago. The, you absolutely, the best, yeah, the no, best was the, regular season of all time. Yeah, and now you're shit. So, hey, we're fine now. <laughs> it's it's typical Bruce Arena's fashion. You Bobby know? Wood's gonna fix. He's gonna right all the wrongs. He does have <laughs> that Josie Altador couldn't. Minnesota United. Well, Josie's uh, still tied, on the bench. We tied uh, Red Bulls. In the snow, I might add. A solid two inches of snow on the field, so I kind of uh, don't count it 100%. But still without Reynoso, he's just chilling in Argentina, ha- having a laugh at us. So Just not not in the team anymore. He's decided he's not going to be here. Yeah, I don't know what the situation is with him. So kind of sucks when you're playing mm-hmm. without your best player and you're like a one-man show. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, last couple of... I mean, yeah, a couple of a couple more housekeeping things. We'll we'll talk men's national team top of mind before we yeah. get into to anything else. Josh, give us the Greg update. What's the Greg update? And then I've got some 
some rumor mill shit to talk about. Well, the Greg update kind of goes along with the rumor mill. I mean, uh, mm. U.S. men supposedly closed their investigation on him, and he's still a candidate for the job. So that's kind of the update on him. Uh, it was kind of up in the air on, like, this internal investigation they were doing on the incident with Rosalie. Um, they've come to the bottom of it and said he's still a candidate for the job. So, mm. I guess And then you've got all the... All the drama with the Reinas. Yeah. Going I mean, on. Yeah, the Reinas suck. The, more details have come out about them. We were going to talk about it last week, and I think we just didn't get to it. Hmm. They're just, I mean, there's texts that leak to Ernie Johnson, uh, supposedly the the wife's yammering on. I just, I just hate them. They're the, and they're making me honestly hate Geo. I, I, people can get mad at me for that or whatever, but I don't like him anymore. Nothing will turn me against Geo, but his family stinks. I I, um, see, I think like your parents can say stuff, but I I have a hard time believing he wasn't in those conversations. Like, and I mean, he could have sp- spoken up for himself and just been like quit it or stop. And I feel like he didn't. Mm. I feel like that makes you look soft. True. True. It's yeah, very my son's better than your son feeling. Um, mm. I did I did really enjoy the dribble ball comment. Uh, or what? What? What was? What was the exact quote again from from his, Danielle? His sneakers and his bounce passes. His bounce pass game. Yeah, I I did like that. That was a it was a solid jab. However, yeah. I'm I've I've lived this this whole like m- microscope parent thing for so long, where where the parents are so fucking invested in their child getting into this into the side because it's their kid it's just fucking frustrating that it's happening on the national on the national stage in my opinion Pulisic commenting about it today too in an interview with ESPN saying the whole situation was childish also uh, disclaimer right. on what Mitch said we have not fact checked that statement I don't want a ball sack sports situation here where our clip gets posted on the internet I hope we it haven't fact checked it if it if it's real it's hilarious. If it's main, not real, it's still hilarious. We're the main stand. We don't fact check shit around here. Uh, this is true. A, a parent, another another thing that maybe needs fact checking is the rumor mill for managers. Uh, apparently, apparently, Thierry Henry turned down the France women's job uh, because he's got one eye on the U.S. men's national team job. Um, do you guys want to give your thoughts before I give mine? I hope he remains a perennial assistant coach. Uh, I uh, I think it's more than an eye, honestly. You mentioned it, Pat, and I hadn't heard much about it today. Um, ESPN had an article about it, and and it, they're saying he's keen on the ML on the U.S. men's national team job, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. That it seemed further along, maybe than I would have even guessed. I I like it. Because it's something different, and I think I know I know Pat's opinion before he starts going, but I I think you're not probably going to get many managers that are better. I, I think anything different from Greg, you obviously know Thierry's probably going to go attack minded. He's played in the big sides. He's played on a big national team, a national team with more drama than anyone. I think right now, more than anything, we need a man manager. Um, I think he would kind of maybe know how to control the you know, the, the culture in that dressing room. So I'd be interested by it. I'm not sure if the tactics are there. And Pat, I think you're going to get into that, but uh, I'm open to it. <laughs> I, when you said that, 
we're not going to get a better manager. Well, Josh, I think we have one. Oh, don't I, even, don't even start with this. Thierry Henry is a shit coach. Great player. Probably the best player in Premier League history. One of the, probably the best player in French history next to fucking Zidane Zidane. Dog shit coach. Dog shit coach. He got sacked in 106 days at Monaco. He lost 15 of his first 20 games. Goes to Montreal. It's 9-5-16. And, and like Mitch said, perennial assistant coach for Belgium. There's a reason he didn't get hired as the head coach for Belgium. And there's a reason he's a pundit. Not a coach anymore. So there's a reason for that. I he will it's a bad coach. I will Ray say Halter is a better coach than Thierry Henry and Ran. So if we're looking back to the start of his managerial career with the Arsenal U eight teams, the only player of note that's still around from that rebit or that that kind of core system when Arsene Wagner gave him the the ultimatum of you're either you're either quitting Sky Sports or you're going to manage the U18s. Reese Nelson is the only player that is still around and is doing anything. Uh, I think the better move for Thierry Henry is to to stay right in the UCL studio or follow Roberto to Portugal. If they're really trying to stick together, he, he's worked under Roberto Martinez for how long now? And they have found zero success. I don't know if it's Roberto's style of, of of managing. I think that's Roberto. <laughs> I, I just don't see how Thierry Henry, one of the, the best attacking-minded players of all time, cannot get any of Belgium's forwards in the scoring mix. He's there. He's he's talking to them. He's tr- You're in a World Cup, and Lukaku isn't able to, to produce. I think having Thierry Henry in a side right now is not the right move for him. And I I would I would rather stick with Greg too if I'm being honest because clearly there's some uh, outside pressure and some diva parents that he's having to deal with with his playing staff. I don't mm. know. I I just think the Reina situation with everything that has come up since the World Cup it's making me like Greg more um to give him an honest opportunity rather than go to to an unproven manager at the national uh level can we go around and give like a top uh everyone give their pick for the u.s men's national team or like a top two bielsa is there an alternate for you bielsa 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 no i don't (laughs) i would love him too but no fucking chance he comes don't care bielsa mitch uh yeah i i guess realistically I, I think we stay with Greg uh, the way things are looking. Uh, ideally, I would love Jose. I would love Jose. If he's willing, if if that's even on the table, I would take Jose Mourinho. Jose is perfect world. Uh, are, are we out on Jesse Marsh? He's looking oh, for a job right now. Jesse, I would not mind. I, would not, I wouldn't mind Jesse Marsh either. I think he could do something. I think he got, I think he got done dirty at Leeds. Leeds still suck without him. I mean, they were play, they played the same after him as they did with him. Yeah. I I like Jesse and he's American. I don't know. I think he has the the fire. 
Word on the street is Scott Parker's looking for a job. Yeah, uh, Scott Parker. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a fun, interesting little period. I mean, you have Anthony Hudson kind of managing the team right now. Who knows? He might be in the mix if he if he wins rattles off a couple wins. Hmm. You really don't know with this kind of stuff. That, would that be, is true. That would be a wicked underwhelming hire, but uh, anyway. Do we want to talk about the, the Premier League boys? Let's talk about it because we've had some stuff happen in the last week. Well, I mean, I guess we already kind of mentioned Bournemouth, but Pat, you got a you got one over on Palace, Holland penalty. Mm. Anything to add? 20, 29 goals in the league. 28, 29 goals in the league for Erling Holland. Scrappy-ass win. I don't know if that was City – showing that they just aren't as good as they used to and we need to scrap a win against Crystal Palace or it was shitty city showing that uh the champion champion quality grit and winning ugly. Yeah. Uh Palace looked decent. We're an interesting side right now. Uh another game where we played four center backs in our back four. <laughs> I've saw that lately. What are you playing? Ake out on the left? Yeah. Um, yeah. Low-key, though, Ake has been one of the best defenders in the league this year, so that's not really anything I'm going to complain about. I think he's been – he's a he's a player of the season candidate for me for this city player team this of the year. Season. It's Ake, Holland, and Grealish have been our three best players this season for me. He's been that's immense every game he's played. I uh, I love Nathan Ake. I think he's arguably the most underrated player in the top six, but that's probably in a, a, a you know different conversation for a different episode, and we're not just you know touching on Palace and, and City. But <laughs> sure, I, I think I, I think Arsenal probably are still going to win the league, but I'm getting a little bit of hope with us getting these 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 gross wins when when we just need gross wins. I'm still pretty firm on I think Arsenal are going to choke on it, but uh, I don't know. They've been definitely more shaky the second half. Be interesting to see when they get Jesus back, but um, they did cruise by Fulham last week, 3-0. Pretty easy win for them, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other big result was United dropping points against Southampton. Casemiro sees red for the second time this season. Uh, I don't know if he ever got saw red in La Liga. I want to say that he, he never got a red card. He did not. Um, and then he got two in the span of, like, ten games. Mm-hmm. It's quite funny. He's gotten uh, hasn't seen one in comparison. What is well, – he's been suspended now he gets a six four, games He gets for a four-match ban this time around because um, it's the second of the year. Seven. So he'll be suspended for yeah. seven games Yeah. for United. That's – I mean, that's – you're getting – what a fifth of the season, mm-hmm. and I was seeing people on Twitter calling him signing of the season. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, I mean, I it definitely was a red card for me. It's uh, I don't know. It's tough. I I didn't think it was a red for what it's worth. No. I don't think that's a straight red challenge. I think it's a little harsh to get a straight red for that. Very firm yellow, maybe on the fence, an orange card kind of situation yeah I, I i don't think that there was like violent intent a little bit of a rough challenge for sure 
but I don't, I don't, I personally do not feel like that was a straight red challenge to be totally, totally honest with the, with the folks at home. It is funny watching United fans squirm, you know, they won the uh, league cup and I think they thought they were going to do the quadruple and, uh, see him get humbled in uh, the, the weeks thereafter. It's a uh, pretty nice feeling. I mean, mm. shit, 16 points down with a game in hand, 11 to play. Anything's possible. Yeah, theater of dreams. Um, um, yeah, I think that's really it for the Premier League yeah. last weekend. There wasn't a ton to talk about. I don't think there were really any big shakeups at the bottom of the table either. I could be wrong, but... Still Bournemouth ton... leads in Southampton. Yeah, a ton didn't change down there. Um, damn. Okay. Actually, there is a three-way tie for the last 18th spot uh, with Leicester, West Ham, and Bournemouth right now, all sitting at 24 points, with Everton sitting at 25. Uh, Two clubs you just did not expect to to see down there. I mean, I like the changing of the guard thing. I like that like teams like Fulham and, and Brentford are really yeah. good, to I be will, I will also say that there's only three points separating 12th and 18th right now. So it's very, very close. Mm. There's there's a lot of teams in the uh, in the mixer for for staying up in the prem this year. This yeah, it'll be an season. It'll be an interesting close to the year for sure. It feels like the good teams are pretty good and the bad teams are pretty bad, and then there's just like a nice little like middle of the pack from like eleven to eight that are just like for sure going to be there. Dude, I hope Bournemouth doesn't get relegated. They they easily have like the I do because I said they were going to get relegated. They have the worst roster in the league by miles. I think uh, the only players I can rattle off at the top of my head are the Lerma. Lerma. Uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson Lerma. Um, Lloyd Kelly. I don't even know if he still plays there. He used to. And Philip Billing Phillip and uh, Billing. Dom Solanke. Hmm. <laughs> yep. That's yep. a that's a pretty beat roster. That's tough. Yeah, it's and not the best. Oh, they got Tavernier. Yeah. Nah, they're pretty. They're pretty shit. They're pretty bad. They're pretty. Shit. They're yeah, they're pretty bad. Shit. They're bad. No household names in that team. Regardless, we'll move on to to Europe here. Let's talk about the four games this week, and we'll we'll start off with uh the most dead game probably of all time, Porto Inter. There was pretty much nothing in it. Nil nil, one goal in the entire tie. The only thing to really talk about are the shit storm that it that was uh, outside of the stadium. Uh, but yeah, another uh, another UEFA disaster class, I might add. Uh, yep. fans not being able to get into the ground and so on. So uh, between FIFA and UEFA this week, uh, we're just back to you know ground zero. We just can't get improvement anywhere. Mm. But Pat, why don't you go ahead? I'll let you rant. Seven nil, Holland five goals. Let's hear the song. Holland, Holland. Other than what is it, Lionel Messi, and who's the other guy that scored five in a Champions League game? someone off isn't it whatever add holland's name to the mix five goals in like 55 minutes could have had seven easy if pep didn't yank him he could have had seven he could have broken the record last night um i was nervous going into this game proven totally wrong um you know leipzig were pretty bad on the night defensively they're pretty shit a couple of those goals were just awful. It was either bad goalkeeping or bad defending. Um, you can't was... leave Holland unmarked like that for the third. Um, there was nobody within like three feet of him, and it's fucking Erling Holland. You just kind of have to mark him. Um, 
I did like that we got uh, got one up on the Leipzig Twitter admin who posted a picture of Holland and Garvidal uh, after the 1-1 and said one of the best young players in the world and Erling Holland. And then we beat them 7-0 and Garvidal kind of had a stinker for being totally honest. Um, the Etihad is a fortress in Europe and say what you want about City in Europe, but you don't want to play your second legs at the Etihad. We are unbeaten at home in Europe since 2018. The last team to beat us Liverpool. in Europe was Liverpool. <laughs> it was Liverpool. Last team to beat us at home in Europe was Liverpool. Since then, undefeated at home in Europe. It's a tough place to go no matter how how you want to angle it, no matter what you want to say about City in Europe. You don't want to play us at home. And I don't think we're going to win the Champions League. I really don't. But I am just going to say, most of the time, or in recent memory, when English teams have won the Champions League, they haven't always been at their best in the league. Chelsea were kind of shit when they won the Champions League. You guys weren't that great when you won the league. That was one of the years City were running away with it, was it not? Yeah. When you guys won the league? 05, we were seventh. I'm not saying there's that we're going to, but I am just going to do the Ace Ventura, so you're saying there's a chance meme right here that's my mentality right now when the competition evident you know eventually hurts me and we crash out i'm not gonna be that surprised but i am gonna ride with the guys i think city could do it i think holland is very very likely to be the missing piece in city's champions league puzzle we have a guy who's just gonna score the goals we could do it we probably won't but we could i feel a little bit better about it with a guy like holland at the, at the lead in the line when you were going on about that, I, I thought for a second you were going to say Chelsea have a chance. No, De Bruyne balled out, by the way. De Bruyne is back. He played really, really well the other night. I think Guardiola's little public, uh, not not lashing of him, but little public call out and, and things like that, I think kind of refocused him a little bit. Uh, he was brilliant. Uh, scored a pretty decent goal. Good night to be a City fan. Yeah. I uh, I don't think anyone expected 7-0, but I expected I, – I actually – Wrote about this game, and I had Leipzig to keep it within a goal. So, I was, I mean, I think everyone thought it would be a little, at least a little bit tight, especially a second leg. You can expect to be KG for 30 minutes or so. Um, but, yeah, City just completely dismantled them. Pretty embarrassing. Oh, yeah, we, we pumped them. The, uh, soft pen, I will say that. Soft pen. Early yeah, that, did, that did start things, and then it was a it was a waterfall from there. Yeah, those are those are always those are tough. Those handballs, the the ones that are kind of like you see them given get some. You see them given sometimes, other times they get yeah. completely ignored. Um, no, I'll take it. Five goals, oh. five goals. You seven move, goals, on seven the, move on to the final eight. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, another team going to the final eight. Um, another Italian team, uh, Napoli. 3-0 win over Frankfurt. Uh, they've finished 5-0 on aggregate. We, this was one we I think we thought would be a little bit close. Um, I do think all of us had Napoli to, to advance, um, but they just absolutely wrecked him. Victor Osman scores two more goals. He's getting linked with everyone right now. Uh, has made it public that he wants a move to the Premier League too, which I thought was kind of a wild statement from him. He got, he got linked with City and we have fucking Holland and Alvarez. He, he's not coming here, but it's like, holy shit, he's everywhere. He's getting linked with United big time. Uh, I think United will have a decision between him or Kane this summer and they're going to make the wrong one. You just know it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Napoli just uh, ran the show on the night. The Kavara Donna kid, I mean, he just impresses me more and more every time I watch him. 
Mm. And talk about another uh, funny, not funny, I shouldn't say funny, wild scenes outside the ground. Um, Frankfurt and Atlanta fans marching to the, the Naples city center and causing havoc before the game. Yeah, that was it. The scenes from that were crazy. Wild. Yeah, that's that's what real ultra life is about, and Napoli has some of the some of the worst ones. Mm. Um, and then finally, Real Madrid Liverpool, one uh, nil, finishes six to an aggregate. Not much else to say here. Uh, I'll give credit to a couple players. Uh, I thought Gakpo played well on the night. Milner, I thought you know wore his heart on his sleeve like normal, and Allison, uh, best keeper in the world, he made a couple just insane saves i think he had three or four that was like just oh, yeah. jaw-dropping it he had a couple that were been, crazy it yeah. could have easily been 10-2 on aggregate with the amount that, of saves that he that made. shoulder save on the venetius volley that one is the one that really stood out to me yeah he had a foot save and i think the the camavinga one that hit the bar he he tipped um, got a tipped finger off. on yeah but uh yeah aside from that it's it's tough i don't think solo is overly bad but uh, we didn't look like a team that was losing by three goals. That's for sure. And that's the thing you have to, that's, I think that's what makes it sour for me is that it wasn't a bad performance, but it's a bad performance knowing you were three goals down. I, I can tell you right now that as soon as I saw the midfield and obviously today news has changed, but when we put out a midfield of James Milner, Fabinho, who's had an invisible season and Diogo Jota, I just don't see how that is going to get us over the line with a team like Real Madrid. Luka Modric was absolutely unplayable in both legs um, and really, really shored up the, uh, the the win for Real Madrid, in my opinion. I, I just think our midfield right now is, is not not of a, uh, a contending nature, and it's not – the injury bug has just not been, been kind to us this year. Yeah, I mean, not even I. Not that like Hendo and Bayatich would have changed that game. I don't think they would have. No, it sucks not to have them. Um, I think my other big takeaway from this, and Carragher talked about it after the game, and I think Pat will have some some comments on this too. Maybe is that I think next year you might have to start looking at Trent in the midfield. I've uh, wanted I've, him I'm, there for two years. Well, yeah, I mean, but I think that's premature because. When we're one of the best teams in the world, I think Trent at right back is his best position. When we're shit like we are this year, I don't think he's the right back we need. We need someone that's kind of defensively can shore that back line up. And uh, too many of the big games, I just think when he gets put in one-on-one positions, I don't think he's a bad team defender. But when he's one-on-one, I think he's just obviously the weakest link in the back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Vinicius, who's one of the best players in the world, I will say it was just a kind of a liability all night. I don't really think that he's a midfielder either. I think is kind of my issue with, with that. I mean, yeah, you can slap him in there and he'll ping some passes and maybe he's a little bit more comfortable like that, but I've never seen Trent play with his back to goal like that. I'm not really sure how the pace of the game having to dictate from the middle of the park, how, how Trent handles that. Um, I don't know. I think I, I still think he's just a fullback. He, he's kind of a shit one-on-one defender, but yeah. So is Ken, so so are guys like Cancelo and, and Zinchenko was a great, but like you need to play a player in their their best position and and Trent's a fullback. I, I don't. I think putting him in your midfielder makes you objectively worse. I don't think he's gonna 
he's going to run or he's going to press like you need a midfielder to do. He's, you're, you're still going to get split open. His positioning is not just going to magically get better because he's in the middle of the park. He's, he's still going to get run in circles. You think, you think Trent's tracking a De Bruyne for 90 minutes? You think Trent's running like Bernardo or or Modric or even even Fernandez? I don't think Trent can keep up with Fernandez for 90 minutes. Just the way midfielders move in comparison to a, a fullback, it's just. Yeah, I, I don't. I, don't, I, I, don't disagree. I, I disagree. I disagree with with Trent needing to be in the midfield if you're defensively shit. I, I just, I just don't see it. Well, do you think he's just uh, Cafu then? My internet. I mean, I just think he needs. I just think he needs to play fullback. Yeah, uh, sure. I think. I mean, Cafu was like very notably, you know, shit at defense. I, I just don't know what you do with him because in big games, I mean, if we ever make it to any Champions League finals and there's a strong left winger. You just I think you need to sign a midfielder. You need to sign a midfielder so Fabinho can do what he did in sure. all those seasons where you were good and cover for him. He can be the Casemiro to him because Casemiro covered for the fact that Marcelo couldn't defend worth shit, but he had Casemiro there. You just need a midfielder. Your, your issues are not Trent being a bad defender one-on-one at fullback because he was a shit defender one-on-one at fullback when you won the Champions League and when you stormed the Premier League and when you were a 98-point Premier League team for three seasons in a row. Your problem is in the midfield. Your problem is James Milner can't do the same cover work that Fabinho did. Your problem is Jordan Henderson is getting older and he can't do the same cover work. Your problem is Thiago can't stay fit. So you have to start teenagers. Nabi Kaita didn't develop. I would, I would. Didn't, he was like twenty five. Well, I was gonna say he's just. Like, I think he's I, just shit. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I, I meant pan out. You know what I mean? Like yes. the signing yes. didn't. It did. It didn't take. If I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If I ever see Nabi Kaita start in our midfield again, it will be the day that I fucking step away and not watch a game anymore. It's so frustrating week in and week out having glass midfielders signing fucking people for millions of dollars that don't do anything. Bring me a Genie Wijnaldum. Bring me a Bicetic that that is six years older and knows how to play that box to box and and stays healthy. He is 16, 17 years old. He's already out for the fucking year, and we have nobody else to fill the midfield role. Fuck it. Put Joe Gomez at right back for the rest of the year. Play Trent at right center mid. I don't care. Do something that is going to change what we are doing because it is not working. And right. I mean, that's internet, a, yeah, that's internet a... dropping was really funny because I just said I think that Trent should never touch your midfield, but that's still very funny. I would, I, like, I would like to like... see it though, Pat. I, I, and I agree with you. I think you made some good points there. I would like to see it, or maybe have a conversation about it, test it out. I think it'd be an interesting watch to see him get a couple nineties in the midfield. I think the bigger problem with Liverpool is like he doesn't have competition either. Why don't we sign another nope. right back? I mean, we signed this Ramsey kid, and he's like. I mean, he's played in the U18. He's out for the year two with an injury. So we, we Trent either needs competition to push him to become better defensively, or we need to do something. And if that is get another midfielder, I mean, that's a solid point. I do think Henderson can't cover the room on the right, um, especially with how high Sala gets a lot of the time. Uh, 
But, I mean, when Trent's exposed, it is fucking noticeable, and it's been bad times this year. And I'm, this is coming from Trent's, like, number one defender. But I guess I guess the and the, you're a the, better the, defender than he is. The <laughs> other the other issue on top of that is it's it's beyond the midfield. Our defensive back pairings haven't been as imperious as they have been in the past. This endless cycle of of Konate, Matip, and and Gomez coming in to to pair with a Van Dyke who clearly hasn't bounced back from his ACL injury totally. Uh, the 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 closing distance isn't there. The consistency isn't there. People have figured out how to break our, our back line down. And it is detrimental to us trying to rebuild during that with our typical, uh, you know, 15 people on an injury sheet. You know what you guys need? You know what you really need? You just need to hack City's scouting network again so you stop signing bad players. Oh my god. <laughs> this guy. The only other thing I had on this game was that I just uh you know, I just me and Mitch continue to be broke by Real Madrid. Uh the players Same. they're smug. I hate all the Vinny Jr. is a baller. Uh I think he's gonna be like levels above Neymar. Levels. Um Modric again, Mitch mentioned it. Insane. The rest of them can fuck off. I Millie Tao spent more time rolling around on the carpet than he did running around. Uh, oh, can... that that foul that they called on Nunez oh. when Millie Tao flopped, I wanted to fucking scream. Yeah, I mean, I literally just like, I don't even know what to say. I mean, they just bug me so much, and it's because we've lost to them fucking five times in the past three years. It, it they rattle me, rattle. They broke my heart and soul. I've just accepted that. It's the Champions League, and it's going to do that to me no matter who it is. That's a, that's a great way to look at it, Pat. The Champions! Anyway. Yeah, that's Champions Looking forward. League. Looking forward this weekend. We got uh, la, 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 the FA Cup. Yeah. The FA Cup's here. Vincent Company's coming back to the city. We're playing Burnley. That's a pretty cool That's a pretty cool little uh, that's cool. thing. Hmm. Uh, Guardiola was saying he's he thinks the company's going to be our manager one day, and I agree with him. I, I think Vinny is going to come. I think it'll be Vinny after Pep. Ugh. What a world it would be if we just get like a a thirty five yard screamer to knock City out of the FA Cup. <laughs> it's to Vinny. I can't be mad. But also, it's Burnley, and we dog dick Burnley regularly. So yeah, you you have Burnley's number for sure. Yeah, but it's Vinny, and he's got Burnley playing good ball, so I am excited for this tie. I, uh, wanna... I think it'll be very different than the Burnley City ties past, and I hope City fan. I- I'm excited for Company's reception coming back home. Uh, City when they posted their like up next graphic on Twitter, it was like City Burnley, and then the picture like that the graphic was overlaid was Company's statue. Yeah, that's a, that's gonna be a nice return for you. Nice little weekend reunion. Mm. Um, some Premier League ties, nothing crazy this week. We feels like we've had a couple weeks of dead Premier League games. If I'm being honest, um, Southampton, Southampton, Tottenham. I feel like that's a game. I say this every single time, and I'm not sure if it's even true, but it feels like Tottenham lose this game every single time. Almost, yeah. I feel like Ward Prowse scores every single time they play Tottenham. Uh, that is true, but the last time Ward Prowse scored on him, I think Tottenham won the reverse fixture like 
3-1? I want to say this was the game, like, at the beginning of the... We were, I think we were it, at the Zoo. It was. We were at the Zoo for it. Yeah. He scored first, then Tottenham scored, like, three. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I do remember this now that you mention it. I do remember them scoring a bunch. Um, Chelsea Everton, which I also think was... Uh, I think we watched this with Taylor Mannix the first day of the season. At the Zoo. At the Zoo. <laughs> Just a rerun of those games. And then Arsenal Palace, which is another good derby, Vieira, going back to the mm-hmm. Emirates. Uh yeah, so, some gonna... fun ties, but nothing crazy. Palace are going to get pumped. Palace haven't been doing that hot, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, and we've got El Clasico outside of... Uh... Yeah, Barcelona are going to are gonna run over Madrid, I think. Yeah, Barca are really good this year. They're like 85% chance to win the league, according to the like little calculator thing that's been done. They're kind of running away with La Liga this year. Xavi's going to play them pretty well. Real Madrid just suck in every other competition besides the Champions League, too. That is true. So That is true. Reasons why the Super Cup is good. I don't know, boys. Do we have anything else to cover this week? Seems like a pretty that's, light um, week. That's uh, about, about it for me. Yeah. I think we're going to have more stuff. We're going to get on the Ted Lasso train, cover that next week. Um, as things warm up, you know, you can see us out at the zoo. Uh, I I might be there this weekend if they're doing the FA Cup. So I thought I thought about it, man. But uh, Liverpool aren't playing this weekend. It's tough. Yeah, because Fulham it, we had Fulham FA this Cup. weekend, and they're playing and they're playing United. That'll be a good watch too. That'll be a good game, I think. Yeah, might catch some. Well, maybe there'll be some uh, Premier League occasions. I do. I think there's a couple Premier League games tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day. That screams going down to the zoo and having a beer Not- on Friday. Yeah, afternoon. Nottingham, Newcastle. Uh, That's it. That's all we got. I think there's if a couple you're... banquets at the zoo that are calling my name at 4 o'clock. <laughs> if you're not like me and have to work until 6, go enjoy a beer at the zoo Yeah. for the Premier League. Aside from that, that's all we have. Uh, subscribe, like, share to the podcast. You know what to do. Uh, that's Season 2, Episode 30. Main stand signing off. Deuces. Peace.